Yeah, I can hear you, Cody. Um, Uncle, can you hear me? Can I Maybe do? you can do a mic. Yeah, I can yeah, thank you. Hope you can hear me as well. Yeah, yeah, very well. Um, Jeet, can we do a mic check? Uh, sure. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you very well. Cosmos host, please let's check out check your speaker, bro. Good morning. Very good morning. Thank you very much for waking up so early. Ah, oh, my pleasure, man. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do anything else besides decrypt that, so it's all good. I'm just getting all the speakers on the platform, just so give me a second. Alex, are you calling in from the uh, Network Operations Center this time? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm right there in the middle. Wires right, glad to, right go, going glad, right into me. Glad to hear it, man. Yeah, I hope it works. We were having a lot of troubles with spaces the last couple of days. Wow. <clears throat> Does uh, Warpcast have spaces as well? Not yet. Okay, so it looks like all of us are here now, um, except Zaki. I think Zaki was busy, so probably he could not join. Uh, but Probably he will join in uh, a little bit later. Um, so uh, uh, without any delays, I welcome you all. First of all, thank you very much for making time out to um, join the spaces. Um, I have been always, you know, uh, you're learning from uh, uh, you guys building in Cosmos ecosystem because I joined slightly later. So I've been watching Ankur, Sisla, Jeet, Cody, Alex, uh, all their projects. And, uh, you know, the main reason for me as well for joining the Cosmos ecosystem over you know, using any other uh, stack was that it is more like a very friendly place um, for a builder, specifically if you are like, you know, uh, developer kind of mindset and uh, you want to slowly build uh, uh, you know products that can add value to ecosystem and not get into the hype game uh, though over the period of time I learned both is important but uh, but that was my initial you know it was it uh, came out to be very friendly space for me so uh, uh, just wanted to share a little bit to start the conversation but yeah um thank you very much my name is vikram i'm one of the co-founder at hypersign uh i started as a developer on the project but uh current role 
is more towards business development and marketing and uh, and yeah so uh, we'll quickly jump into the spaces uh, so so there is no proper structure but but basically you know just uh, there are there are people who don't know about cosmos and uh, there are people already from the cosmos space here in <laughs> i uh, sorry host uh, yeah i know um so maybe we can start with slightly educative uh, points pointers and then we can get into our usual chit chat uh, so overall the space revolves around two parts i see like majority of the uh, privacy protocol slowly adopting a cosmos sdk or switching from other sdks to cosmos sdk that's one uh, you know high level uh, uh, views like for this today's topic and the second one is yeah you know if we can educate the uh, the, uh, the audience about what's happening uh, what cool things are happening in cosmos that's that will be great so i will but first of all let's start with each of our introduction so uh, probably we can start with cosmos host then sisla ankur jeet kodi and alex thank you well, good morning. I apologize if I'm gray in the dark right now because I'm still literally just woke up about five minutes before this. But anyhow, uh, yeah, man, it's just exciting. Cosmos is starting to be more of the talk of town. And um, for all those that have been in the space, like I've been here in Cosmos basically uh, since like Osmos is launched. That's really when I kind of found out about it and started to do a lot of recon and research and just was having a good time. And I'm still I'm still having a good time. It's very communitarian. It's very uh, collaborative, and um, yeah, it's it's just nice to see that all the different technologies are kind of helping one another out and adding value. And and like you just indicated, there's a lot of things that people have built or did build that can't be the best versions of themselves without tapping into the Cosmos SDK or or leveraging IBC and whatnot. So that's been kind of cool to see. And from like a user perspective there's less of a learning curve. Like, yes, there still is a learning curve that I think over, hopefully over this year, 2024, there'll be all kinds of different ways to account abstract and, and basically one click transact, which there already is. And um, that's gonna be great too. And yeah, so just excited to be here. Happy Friday, everyone. Good morning. All right, uh, I'll go next. Uh, thank you again for putting this together. Uh, morning to everyone uh, in the U.S., evening to everyone around Asia, Europe. Uh, glad to be here in the space with all of you. I'm uh, Sisla. We're building uh, Omniflix, the Indigenous Media Hub. Uh, that's, where, that's what we like to refer this as. Uh, we use NFTs uh, for creators and communities. We work with uh, studios, record labels, uh, publishing uh, houses and media distribution houses to help uh, them manage, distribute, and monetize the currently privacy plays a key role. Uh, so does the uh, which uh, we couldn't be where we are here today. And then you are pretty long almost since the start the hub. And uh to see all of this come together right and uh, with uh, multiple uh people personal uh, Oh, um, I think we lost Sisla. Are you still here, Sisla? Oh, 
Yeah, I was here. I think I just concluded uh, you... playing. <laughs> so thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah. No worries. Ankur, maybe you can go next. Yeah. Uh, hi, I'm glad to be here. I'm the CTO and co-founder at Checked, which is also a Cosmos space chain and protocol working on digital ID solutions. Um, the work that Hypersign has also been doing is, is great to see um, other implementations within Cosmos. I think it's a huge ecosystem. Um, and uh, we've also been working on something more recently called creds.xyz, which is designed as a way to make your on-chain and off-chain reputation portable. Um, and very excited to talk about the various different ways in which Cosmos protocols can interoperate with each other and really get to the point where we have our data in our own control. Thank you for the introduction, Ankur. Jeet, probably you can go next. Hi, Vikram. Uh, thank you and good morning, everyone. Hi, my name is Jeet. Um, I do partnerships and ecosystem at Agoric. Uh, Agoric is a layer one in Cosmos, and um, we use a version of JavaScript called Hardened JavaScript um, for secure smart contract uh, creation. Uh, yeah, I've been in the space now since I guess, 2018. Um, I remember reading the Cosmos white paper back in the day, and it's really been amazing to see um, the ecosystem both ship, uh, the app chain thesis really play out. And uh, yeah, you know, we've had a couple big launches last year with both like Celestia and DYDX, as well as a bunch of other amazing projects. And I'm sure we're going to see a lot more this year. Um, so yeah, excited to be here and thanks for having us. Cody? Hey guys, uh, thanks for having me on. Um, I'm Cody Marks Bailey, longtime uh, blockchain advocate and innovator. Uh, started the, or created one of the, co one of the co-creators of the ERC721 standard on uh, Ethereum back in 2017. Um, moved over to the Cosmos, wanted a better platform, wanted better technology, a better stack to be able to produce uh, much more sophisticated and robust um, on-chain applications. And that's where um, that's where the Andromeda operating system came from. It's, it's a, about 20,000 lines of on-chain code that manages uh, the entire user space for, for users and uh, connects anyone to anything anywhere in the Cosmos on-chain so that your assets are... Uh, still yours and uh do a lot of really great things and excited to talk about the privacy aspects of that coming up soon amazing alex hey can you hear me yeah we can great awesome um so well uh i'm uh, uh, i'm relatively new to cosmos i'm i'm ceo of secret labs uh which is developing the secret network uh relatively new to cosmos super excited about the ecosystem uh, and technology-wise, I think Cosmos is very unique because it's in itself kind of modular, right? It's very easy for people to create new blockchains, and that's why it spawned such a huge number of very diverse projects, right? And, you know, as, uh, you know, I started playing with this Ignite toolkit, it's so easy just to create your own Cosmos chain, and then, you know, uh, you can do pretty much anything, right? So, so you know, Secret created this uh, enclave-based uh, confidential computing. Uh, you know, Agora created this JavaScript smart code. So it's very easy to innovate. So, so it's really, really very, very cool. Um, and I think this gives Cosmos a great place in this new modular 
blockchain uh, narrative or conversations who are seeing uh, Celestia, which is you know the the poster child of of this this year, I guess, and, and they're kind of spearheading this module of blockchain and they're on their own in Cosmos chain. Secret is also following suit here, and we are positioning ourselves as you know, the confidential execution module for everyone. Uh, so I think the technology itself kind of uh, the modularity of Cosmos kind of uh, made it the most suitable uh, platform for for this greater modularity in Web3 in general. So uh, very excited. Thank you, Alex. I think Zaki is also here. Zaki, I have just, yeah, yeah, you're here. Hi, Zaki. Can you please uh, share a bit about you to the audience? Hey, uh, Zaki, uh, longtime contributor to Cosmos, uh, co-founder of Sommelier Protocol with my co-founder, Christy, uh, of Inclusion uh, with Tony and Christy and Shella. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much. Um, so moving on to the first, you know, point that that is the which is the, like the, you know, heart of Cosmos and which is what differentiates Cosmos SDK from other uh, SDKs are currently available, which is like the interoperability aspect and the IVC module. So I saw like there has been a couple of improvements in the uh, IBC uh, latest, uh, you know, version. Probably if any of the speakers would like to talk about around like middleware, uh, you know, packet atomicity, or uh, I see like now more arbitrary data can be processed. Uh, so if anyone would like to speak around it, thank you. Alex, oh, Alex requested again. <laughs> um, can you guys hear me? Yes, yes, we can. I, I feel, uh, Zaki, you might be best place to talk about this. <laughs> um, um, I'm not, so, you know, the, like, I, generally IBC, like IBC releases are not that big a deal. Um, the, like, the, uh, like the sort of incremental, uh, 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 improvements that happen, uh, are general, like, so, you know, there's like multiple layers of, of IBC. So like there's the sort of core IBC protocol, um, which has been, uh, uh, which, you know, there, which has sort of been stable now for the last two years, uh, two years, three years, three years, uh, where the, you know, we haven't done a major release of the underlying IBC protocol. So instead you have like all of these different, uh, blockchains, and now we have multiple implementations of IBC, right? Like, so Nomada is going live any uh, day now. Uh, we have uh, uh, IBC running on, on Substrate and in the Polkadot ecosystem that's also live. Uh, so you have this like, you know, very, very stable core of IBC. Um, and then you have like all of these sort of like incremental improvements, incremental additions uh, to the IBC protocol. I think one of the biggest things that like we're all trying to move is towards is more and more IBC functionality that is not just token transfers. 
Um, so token transfers are by far the most popular IBC application. Uh, Cosmos, you know, IBC does, uh, you know, many billions of dollars of token transfers on a regular basis. Uh, but like, you know, now you're seeing more and more, um, you know, for instance, swaps built into IBC. Um, so, you know, you have this IBC uh, swap protocol that's built on top of token transfers um, that is accessible via Skip API. Um, and like these pieces have uh, sort of enabled a lot of different composability. So we have this other thing called interchain accounts. Interchain accounts are doing, uh, so like the big user of interchain accounts is liquid staking uh, on top of Cosmos. But now we're starting to see um, sort of other use cases like DAOs driving interchain accounts. But I think we're just generally going to see more and more sort of higher level composability um, over the IBC protocol as uh, these various pieces come together. Yeah, actually, uh, in the 2024 roadmap, based on like what I read, um, like, like, like you were saying, a lot of data which are not just tokens and how can we verify? So there have been so many different uh, uh, implementation of it, especially in the bridging space. I see lo so many bridges now starting to adopt some modules from the IBC module because I think uh, that was that is the main feature that Cosmos ecosystem provides to the world. Like it has been battle tested. Uh, another point that uh, always comes to my mind, and I see Zaki always introducing every now and then a new privacy project into uh you know our bd group so i see that um majority of uh privacy protocols they they are I, they, either they love using cosmos sdk or they have seen something different in cosmos sdk than the other sdks available so we have like two uh, uh companies here like checked and uh, um secret maybe alex and ankur you can share your viewpoint like why did you choose to use Cosmos SDK for your, you know, first, like, what is the privacy aspect that you are trying to solve? And the second one, uh, why uh, did you feel that Cosmos SDK is the right fit for that? If that makes sense. Yeah, I can go first on that. Um, one of the primary factors behind Cosmos SDK, as a lot of people mention, is the customizability and the flexibility that we got out of it. Um, and in in terms of being able to create or have our own sovereign app chain um which could be used for that functionality i think that was quite critical for us especially Hello, guys, when can you hear me? this oh sorry no Anku is... yes yes yeah, yeah we can hear that. <laughs> um, oh okay so uh, uh yeah so so secret network actually launched on cosmos oh my Actually, Alex, uh, Ankur is actually speaking oh, right I'm now. Sorry. You can speak up. I'm sorry, time. just the, the sound just kind of sometimes disappears from, from the screen for me. Um, sorry about that. No, no worries. No worries. Um, so what I was saying is I think having that sovereign app chain was quite important for us in terms of making the tokenomics work. If we genuinely believe in this world where identity is in people's control and decentralized, um, it can be a very high volume use case, which probably has the same level of volumes as a lot of the more DeFi based applications have. And looking at the 
the numbers and the challenges when I've been working in the decentralized identity field uh, early on in the Ethereum days, it was quite obvious that it would be very painful in in the cost and the fee terms for people who wanted to do use decentralized identity. Um, and I think some of that has improved over time uh, with the layer twos and layer threes that are coming up in Ethereum, but it's still not quite there yet in terms of the full flexibility and sovereignty and the ability to customize your your tokenomics um, and the, the, the price that, that at the end of the day that somebody pays to write these transactions. Um, and I think the other part of it for us was the, the what you were talking about in terms of IBC, the fact that any of these Cosmos chains might one day be able to natively look up the decentralized identifiers and the other sort of uh, zero knowledge uh, cryptography and the proofs that are on these various chains natively chain to chain. Um, that was, I think, a big factor for us as well. Alex, maybe if you want to go next with your thoughts, because I know Secret has been around in the space for a while as well. Alex, can you hear us? I think Alex has uh, some issues with his microphone. Uh, no problem. So, so, so to summarize, oh, maybe Cody can uh, share his perspective. Like Cody, you were talking about Hello? that. You also yeah. want to share. Oh, Hello. Back. Yeah, Alex, we can hear you now. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yes, we can hear you. Can you hear? Yeah, us? I'm having really bad luck with that, and it's sometimes sound disappears. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> and I'm in a data center, guys. Believe me, it's like wired connection and everything. It's it's not the internet. Anyway, uh, so so secret is actually solving uh, a general problem of confidential computing, uh, right? So so secret has combined Cosmos with. Uh, uh, with uh, the uh, trusted execution environment technology, which is uh, a hardware-based uh, technology for confidential computing. So essentially, uh, what it is all about is that Intel and other manufacturers uh, have a, what's called a secure enclave, enclave inside their chips. And this enclave is sort of a black box that has, in a very simplistic way, that has its its own public-private key pair uh, that nobody is supposed to know, not even the owner of the machine, not even Intel, no one at all. Uh, and uh, you can essentially encrypt stuff and send it into this enclave, and then the enclave uh, can calculate uh, things and return answers without anyone seeing the plain text data. So what Secret does is actually we have put the Cosmwasm uh, runtime inside this enclave, uh, and so all the contracts on Secret Network uh, are by default confidential. So all the parameters are encrypted. Nobody sees what the contract, uh, uh, what parameters the contract receives, and nobody can see the contract state. And this is essentially a very uh, kind of unique uh, property uh, if compared to other privacy technologies like ZKP or MPC. Uh, the other two, uh, they don't allow shared private states. So you can do a lot of proofs and they're super useful in a lot of cases. But uh, when you need to have a private, uh, private state that's not seen by anyone, that's where TEE comes in. 
that technology has uh, a disadvantage because there is a certain certain level of centralization, right? Because we are kind of relying on Intel uh, and on them doing a good job and on them really securing the enclave. Um, and you know there were some issues in the past, uh, but the big advantage of this technology is that it's really fast to execute, and developers don't need to learn any new paradigms. So they just write their kind of normal smart contracts, and they're executed in full confidentiality. So Secret used Cosmos just because Cosmos is so easy to build uh, to build on. Right? We didn't have to worry about consensus. We didn't have to worry about IBC, wallets, all that. We got that all uh, uh, from Cosmos, and then we just had to uh, to modify the execution layer. And of course, there, there are a lot of other changes, but you know, basically, we're taking Cosmos and just executing everything inside the Enclave. So, so that's the reason. And, and, and also, Cosmos allows, you know, and, and we're working on that now, allows kind of connecting to other networks. Uh, through different kinds of bridges, general message passing. We have our own developments as well in that area around general message passing. And that's where we're actually looking at not just being part of Cosmos, but going out to EVM ecosystem, uh, Solana ecosystem, Near ecosystem, uh, and offering confidential computing to everyone out there because we believe there are a lot of use cases out there that can be enabled by adding certain confidential computing features, certain encrypted data, certain protected data to existing apps on other chains. Got it. Uh, Cody, you want to go next on this? Yeah. Um, yeah, one of the, the ways that, that Andromeda approaches security is really we've got it sort of baked into the, uh, into the architecture that we deploy across the Cosmos. Like I said in the opening statement, um, the AOS gets deployed on each chain inside the cosmos and we wire them up with ibc and uh and use our what we call their our andromeda messaging protocol which rides on top of ibc and allows for calls to be made from anywhere to anywhere any protocol to any protocol kind of a think of it as like an adapter um protocol and um what we're able to do is these objects these andromeda digital objects that we create which are largely based off of the 721 standard but are just think of them as objects not nfts um, these objects can be moved from chain to chain. So you've kind of decoupled ownership from um, from the actual logic on chain. So these objects have properties, have um, behaviors, have different features. And the nice thing about them is because we have this centralized kernel on each chain and there's a, there's a secure channel between them, we can now move these objects from chain to chain. So if you wanted to say, say you were on, um, uh, you're on protocol, you're on, say chain A with protocol one, you could you could easily move that that ADO to chain B and still operate protocol one. And so there's if, if that kind of makes sense, maybe a little a little uh, obtuse there. Um, but the the objective here is that you would have in your interface, in your in your wallet, under your ownership, you'd have these different objects that exist on these different chains. And you could simply right click on one of them in the interface and just put make private. And that would send it over to secret or send it over to, to, you know, whatever privacy place you want. We're not, we're not real opinionated on that, but we need to make it really, really easy for users to say, you know what, I want, I want this, 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 and these, you know, these objects, I want to select these eight objects and make them private. 
and the user and all of a sudden poof there's the uh the andromeda kernel takes care of everything it packages them up ships the the uh, payload over to the other chain and it resurrects it in a secure environment and then all of a sudden the user just has a little icon that shows up next to their their assets with a little you know um a little lock or a little you know privacy uh, icon so something that simple for the user to use and they they can see which which objects they own that are private which ones are not or, i'm sorry um uh, secret or 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 whatever so yeah we want to we want to make it easier and better faster for users to get access to these kind of things super cool points guys like uh i want to bring in one more point and this was my discussion with zaki when back when i was in singapore for token 2049 i don't know if zaki remembers it but but zaki made a point that apart from the uh you know modular technical part which is like uh, it's a very easy module to build on using cosmos sdk plus so many privacy other uh, you know uh, products that are already available to implement privacy uh, but also from the regulatory standpoint that you were trying to mention that uh, using if you uh, like a bootstrapper chain using cosmos sdk it's it's more sort of uh, friendly to regulators to understand than actually minting on uh, using some other sdk and i actually went back to vara in uh, dubai and texted them that hey i'm uh, launching a chain do i need a, a license they said if it is this 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 you don't need it you just need a noc and uh, and yeah so kind of what you said that i could uh, validate that maybe can you just help us help me understand what was your perspective there from a technical standpoint like how cosmos sdk can help here um i mean i think like one of the things that uh you know if you kind of actually go back to the history of secret right um, you know, secret originally was, uh, uh, was, uh, was, a uh, was, a like, you know, the, the, the sort of, there was this, uh, Enigma token, um, that existed and, uh, Enigma, the Enigma token, like ran into issues with their ICO, um, and, you know, originally, you know, essentially died, right. But the project didn't die. Um, and the project was reborn as a Cosmos token. Um, that was initially like built by an independent validator set, um, building like sort of an independent technology. And then there was eventually like a community vote to uh, uh, sort of exchange Enigma tokens for secret tokens. Um, and essentially that was the sort of sort of recreation of the uh, uh, original uh, Enigma sort of system. Uh, and, you know, the nature of, of, of Cosmos tokens in terms of providing sort of essentially sort of a kind of real tangible governance right. Um, and, you know, you have, you know, these, uh, 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 you know, you know, most DAOs that exist on uh, Ethereum, Solana, et cetera, you know, they struggle with, you know, eight, 9% turnout on, on governance votes. And you have the Cosmos Hub sitting there, and you know, we have uh, you know basically consistently, at least from a validator point of view, almost all validators um, voting in governance votes on a regular basis. And you have uh, the you know we have hundreds of thousands of accounts, um, tens of thousands of things that look like pretty much like more likely to be real accounts and not airdrop farmers. Um, 
participating in every in governance actions. Um, and so there is this uh, 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 nature of you know how easy the Cosmos SDK makes it to spin up a proof of stake L one, uh, which provides sort of new opportunities uh, or a very different sort of token launch experience from um, just like launching a token uh, hosted on another network. Thank you very much. Uh, that was one one point for me was that like the governance is super strong in Cosmos ecosystem, which sort of gives us uh, you know a better better way to explain to regulators that hey they, we are not in control sole control of this uh, product it's governed by the community and probably that's what worked for uh, secret network as well when you know they switched and that can help other projects who are thinking of uh, using other you know infrastructure like i see most of these um, l2s that are buying up in ethereum if you look at their transaction these are all bought uh, uh, bought a transaction just to get more and more airdrops and and governance comes very late in the ecosystem like i saw recently that um, polygon actually implemented a governance mechanism uh, where also zaki is also part of that after like 2 3 years of uh, coming out but i see the in cosmos ecosystem on the day one we have all the validators in and everybody is voting so so I'm just trying, I was trying to summarize for myself and learn from you, your points. But yeah, moving on to the next question, it, this is for Jeet. Probably Jeet, maybe you can share some points that, um, you know, how uh, Agoric is adding value to the Cosmos ecosystem and, and, and what's going on right now from the, uh, you know, JavaScript standpoint, using JavaScript as, as a smart contract language. So maybe if you can share some use cases or something interesting that has happened in the Agoric ecosystem, that will be great. Thank you. Hey, yeah. Um, so to your point, um, Agoric with our hardened JavaScript, um, one thing we're really looking to do this year is working with a lot of the other Cosmos chains and just really having, you know, if we can bring a lot of new developers in learning our JavaScript stack and have them um, use interchain accounts, for example, to do things for privacy, let's say on Secret or Nomada or Shade or what whatnot, um, we really feel as though get the ability to get in lots of new developers and having them actually unlock the ability to use other Cosmos chains without necessarily having to learn Cosmosm um, can just be very useful for the ecosystem. So we're really trying to position ourselves as um, just really being able to help new developers, whoever's coming in, um, execute a lot of different things on a lot of different other chains. Uh, including app chains, including other layer ones, uh, just to make sure that you know everyone is getting value um, out of what Agoric can bring to the table. Uh, thank you very much for uh, the points, and probably I will also reach out to you and see if we can work together. Uh, in I've uh, I've been thinking about it, and I'll definitely going to reach out to you and see if we can uh, work together in some points. Uh, my next question. Uh, is Sisla, can you speak or your speaker is, I mean, your connection is still bad? Let me try. Mic testing, <laughs> one, two, three, one, two, three. Okay. Uh, okay, bro, like, uh, share with us what's the next uh, upcoming things happening. Um, what's the new releases or, or maybe a vision that this year, what you guys have planned to, uh, you know, how to crack into the market or 
or something that there's something cool that is happening with you sure uh, can you hear me well like thumbs yeah, up very sign well. if you guys okay uh that is great uh yeah firstly uh i mean the plan for 2024 specifically with the cosmos stack uh, is to be fully updated like end of last year we were working on the version 47 upgrade to the sdk rollout in a week but we already have version 50 uh you know interchain nfts are exciting you know they'll be rolling out uh, pretty soon uh that will be a cosmos first uh, maybe at a protocol layer of course you know there have been bridges uh, uh using which nfts could be transferred earlier and uh, apart from that uh, more specifically for omniflix uh you know two things uh, firstly we are uh, becoming even more media specific with respect to our infra uh being able to better serve creators or rather publishers uh content creators of video audio uh launched omniflix tv uh that is going great we already have 400 videos uploaded uh 100000 interactions on interactive videos uh i mean to know more about interactive videos check out omniflix.tv but uh apart from this uh our uh, you know we should be able to roll out uh at least draft versions of uh, the media infrastructure around live streaming uh, around the delivery network which is uh, widely referred to as cdn in the media space uh, for publishing platforms uh, to utilize for communities to utilize uh we also have planned to explore various ways to onboard users uh you know be it with account abstraction or uh being able to integrate uh an mpc provider uh and so on so forth uh but that also involves uh privacy within our roadmap and uh, this is primarily you know multifold in some sense uh we are exploring ways in which we can verify the authenticity of web2 uh creators as in creators on youtube twitch uh, instagram or twitter and uh, be able to you know interface all of this infrastructure with their ops so that is one i mean that is not privacy but uh, that has more to do with proofs ck proofs uh, in that sense and apart from that we are also uh, focused uh, you know to be able to i won't say handle or i won't say solve but handle on chain reputation uh, compliance as required uh you know for various partners that are building on top of omniflix as well and this is where we see hypersign uh check uh you know and multiple projects in the ecosystem uh play key role yeah and uh, congratulations on all your partnerships i've been following some of your uh, meeting logs if i can say that and uh it'll be great if you can uh, crack you know whatever you're aiming for so yeah all the best thanks uh thank you for the update uh, sisla uh, zaki would you like to share a little bit about somelier i saw like in q4 uh, around q4 last year the tvl of somelier like uh, really went crazy from what it used to be so uh, and you were sharing like last time also so and you keep bringing this again and again that uh, you and your co-founder actually started brainstorming what could help uh, get like the ethereum tvl into cosmos and how somelier yeah you know was formed to uh, bring tvl without actually bridging the assets 
maybe uh, you can share some from that perspective. Um, I guess the perspective of sommelier is is that um, I think you're going to see like more less and less reliance on asset bridging uh, uh, in sort of the new multi-chain thesis. Like this, this whole idea of like chain abstraction uh, is basically moving towards this idea of like chain abstraction orchestration. You know, you could view sommelier as like the 2021 version of what will become, we expect like the dominant application pattern where it's not about, okay, like, uh, you know, bridge all your ass, like, like, oh, like we're going to build, uh, uh, like this, this sort of, uh, like never ending TVL wars that have historically been taking place, especially among the like EVM chains. Um, this seems like it's going to like sort of vanish, right? Like, I think we're going to move, we're moving towards a model where, you know, different chains are going to have their own native ecosystems. And then you can have these sort of overlay networks, which is what Sommelier is, um, that are specializing and like providing access to better user experiences. So Sommelier is just, is a Cosmos chain and is a Cosmos app chain, but it is powering a better ex user experience for Ethereum and Ethereum users and EVM L2s. And like the reason why we did that is that, you know, the there are a set of use cases in ethereum liquid staking um uh uh being like sort of top of mind uh and that those uh uh, uh there is a lot of value that cosmos technology can bring to those user experiences as demonstrated by sommelier um you don't need to get people to bridge their assets into cosmos use kepler uh, uh, to get those benefits, bring the benefits of the Cosmos technology to users where they are. And this has been an incredibly successful model. Um, and I think we're going to move more and more away from this. Oh, can we like suck users and liquidity and volume uh, into Cosmos? And it's more like, can we bring Cosmos to users wherever they are? Indeed, uh, I could see like when, I mean, probably uh, Somalia was the first one to do something like that in in our ecosystem. Uh, there were other products um, that were talking about liquid staking, but then the actually, you know, could crack in good amount of TVL was Somalia. So I would personally go back and start understanding, uh, you know, from a product perspective, how it started. Uh, uh, actually, uh, how it is able to get uh, the trust of these investors because in bridges they don't trust. May they are very scared. That's why they are like moving immediately or or not so comfortable in moving uh, assets. But this li liquid staking has really changed, and a lot of new products are being built. So for me also, you know, uh, it, I have to learn a lot about it. Uh, I would like to, you know, bring uh, the next uh, 
speaker Ankur. Maybe Ankur, can you share something about uh, what's happening at Check? I know I, I remember you talked about one feature called creds.xyz, which you guys have built, new new product. But maybe other than that, on the protocol side, something upcoming in uh, 2024 that uh, uh, that uh, community can look forward to. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So creds.xyz uh, was designed as here's the gold standard for how you can implement applications on top. What we find is decentralized identity is still an extremely new space for developers. And uh, it can be quite complicated, quite intimidating to get into because of the complete paradigm shift um, in, in how this is done. And so building creds.xyz where people can collect their on-chain and off-chain reputation from Web3 projects in a secure end-to-end -end encrypted wallet a bit the way WhatsApp works uh, was, was our effort to show how do you go and use the functionality on our network. Um, but looking at the protocol side, I think what we focused uh, massively last year on was the ability to charge for reads on the network when you're verifying a di digital credential of some sort. Because um, obviously there are write fees when you write to a ledger. Um, it's harder to do that when you have, when you're trying to read and verify your credential for that to be charged because reads are typically free. Um, and so I think we found out a good sort of like, you know, medium uh, path between how to enable that by allowing the credential reads to be free, but by charging for checking if they have been revoked or not. And one of the things that we are quite keen in our 2024 roadmap is to enable looking up these digital identity primitives and digital credential checks to happen natively on chain over IBC between different Cosmos chains. Um, would be very uh, interested in exploring like, you know, where we could collaborate with HyperSign on that, for example. And um, the idea here would be instead of requiring uh, a middleware layer or some uh, soft middleware software layer that that allows us that allows you to make those things happen if you natively enable that across cosmos chains that then i think unlocks a lot of different use cases uh for example on defi kyc defi credit scoring defi governance doing governance on parameters perhaps in addition to staking being able to do it based on other digital credentials that somebody might hold um, and the objective here would be uh, to not just be the only cosmos chain that is using decentralized identity i think it's fantastic that hyperscience doing this and and other cosmos chains also want to explore the idea of how to integrate all of this and together i think we can build uh, a much more secure and uh, an ecosystem where people have more control of their data than what we are currently seeing in Polkadot and Ethereum and so on. Yeah, sure. Actually, um, since you brought that topic, um, so, okay, so first, yeah, I, I read your uh, blog on, uh, you know, payment credentials. So, uh, like, getting, making payments for these different primitives that you talked about, and it is amazing. I wanted to share some notes with you, which I will do anyways after this call or maybe in, probably in the next week. 
but about the uh, you know cross chain ibc um, uh, like verifiable credential verifying the status across different uh, chains in cosmos it would we have done some uh, so far proof of concepts and and would love to like if if you know more projects can contribute together to build a module sort of thing or like an sdk which all of us agree to you know use or come to a conclusion that hey these are certain types of um different status changes across across you know certain maybe we can just take one example of of um how how um os osmosis could have uh hooks and then we can set up like statuses for these hooks and probably you know we can set up user verification or whatever other type of verification on top of that and and we can we can define one you know standard uh for doing all these things and and then you know all the other projects if they enable it as part of ivc module uh then you know all of us can have it in, in a much more unified and seamless way rather than us just uh, working on it so so would love to share that what we have done so far um yeah um thank you very much uh, ankur for sharing uh, your updates um uh, who else we have i think most of i uh, the project here have spoken about um you know their ecosystem uh, i just wanted to say that uh, today we have uh, shared a blog on what we built um in uh, you know cosmos using cosmos sdk so we went through like three stages of a uh, testnet first was like make it work so whatever idea we had and we called it jagrat jagrat is like the first stage of your awakening uh, so we named it that and now the second version that we have launched is make it right so we tried to go through all the uh, you know wcc compliance and also a lot of work by ankur and the team and then try to see like what we had done and what we want to achieve in future from a cross chain uh, interoperability of credential perspective and then we tried to align all of them together into some sort of uh, you know code on the other hand on the you know business side we have been like really heavily um, trying to you can say like i'm just uh, breaking my shoe going to every all the id uh, government organization in india one good thing is that they started sharing their problem statement to me before this was not happening before i if i used to tell them like hey i'm i'm trying to solve it using blockchain fuck off oh sorry not that word but say just don't come to us don't talk to us but from last year uh, we have like a new law in india and i did read lot of books before that like sometimes um businesses can be built because of the law changing and i could see in real world like they started sharing with us so um you know my team is trying to uh, you know work as much as possible with them and which will basically uh, uh, um convert into how currently cosmos sdk is being used for did uh, use cases but how can we actually build bring the government also on cosmos sdk currently they are okay with using let's say hyperledger fabric or hyperledger uh, code base uh, but my goal is to convince them and i can see like some of them have used polygon so they are getting some sort in a different way like l2 l3 way all all these jargons but 
um, probably there that's where we can add value to our ecosystems uh, right even if we can get one organization in in whatever um, uh, design architecture possible with cosmos sdk that can then help probably ankur and other projects uh, working in did space in their own uh, different jurisdiction and areas so so these are like two uh, thought process we have uh, jotted down into a blog i will share with you guys after this call uh, please have a look um apart from that zaki if you want to give us some something closing speech or that can you know get other people more excited about using cosmos and coming into cosmos that will be great thank you well okay i mean i think you no know, one of the like real sort of macro challenges has been okay so I think like the biggest uh, uh, sort of thing that goes on, right, is that there is this uh, coupling that needs to exist. So, okay, so in general, across crypto, right, um, on-chain identity systems have not really crossed the chasm into like widespread adoption, right? Like this is, I think this is, this is like a challenge that you face across sort of the entire space. And so, and I, it, it sort of represents an interesting question as to why. Um, and I, on to a certain extent, we don't really know why. Um, like many people have tried many different things, um, you know, on-chain securities interacting with DeFi is something that like continues to make a lot of sense. Like. Uh, especially like on in short-term treasury bonds. Um, but like what we have yet to sort of crack the code on yet across the entire industry is like uh, an on-chain asset that can leverage digital identity um, that, uh, you know, people are willing to consume and adopt at scale. Uh, this has like been, I think, like, like one of the biggest challenges, one of the biggest uh, uh, um, uh, missing pieces in um, uh, all of cryptocurrency. And, you know, I think that the, uh, you know, solving these, or like, there, there's no reason at this point to believe, um, you know, that the sequence of events is, okay, like you find product market fit for thing XYZ on Ethereum, uh, and then you, uh, and then that, and then a thing must, uh, can then be sort of have its Cosmos version. Like all of these things actually can be sort of novelly solved in the Cosmos ecosystem. It's just a question of sort of finding product market fit. And I do think that there continues to be like, uh, sort of unique opportunities on the uh, in sort of the uh, sort of uh, uh, identity space. Like um, you know, one thing that I think is uh, 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 is like continues to be like an interesting opportunity um, that has yet to really be realized uh, is this idea of okay the um, uh, like prove that this account is held at uh, some qualified custodian, um, that it's not a self-custodial account, um, 
is like a sort of interesting uh, is an is an interesting model. Um, and so, you know, like one of the I, I think like one of these pieces, I think another piece that is like out there for Cosmos uh, uh, and an experiment that could be run is uh, DAOs where the DAO membership is based on being a real person uh, instead of being what's like some threshold of real personhood rather than uh, 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 the DAO membership is like token voter. Um, and I think that is a model that probably has like one of the biggest opportunities uh, to build. Like you could like just having a module within DowDow that can like verify a verified book credential. And it's like, you can't, you need to present that verified book credential to join the DAO um, represents like another, uh, I think really big frontier. And I'm uh, uh, sort of a little unclear. So I know when it's trying to take this to market yet. Um, but I think it's like, it would be like overwhelmingly a good idea. Yeah, I agree. So, and specifically in, in Cosmos ecosystem, most of the project are integrating DaoDao uh, as a tool. Many of have uh, integrated. So maybe that's, that could be one uh, starting point. Uh, but again, that's like the second point there is that uh, on what are the parameters that we all agree to. If, for example, if from HyperSign team, we even if we build that, maybe it not align with it. It might not align with uh, other projects here. So the best way probably could be creating a working group. I know a lot of working groups gets created. Maybe it would be my team bringing out the first version of this X Y Z set of structure and then creating a working group so all of us can contribute to that. Or I am open to if Ankur. And Jeet and Alex and Zaki, uh, you guys want to also come into, uh, you know, share your just viewpoints and we will, we can, uh, uh, you know, go ahead and talk to all the projects and see where, what could be the, the best possible uh, stand, you know, standard we can build for the Cosmos ecosystem initially, at least. But you, one point that I liked about what you just said that just, just, it's, it's not right. Right to just replicate what has worked in Ethereum. It might not work for Cosmos because of every project is uh, built very differently here, but still working together. So, uh, my initial, you know, starting point there was that we all connect through IBC. So, if we do uh, credentialing around IBC uh, and the you know data that that can be verified across IBC. Then the second, uh, I mean, technically that can work, but the second point would be that what are the, um, you know, facts or what are the points that we are uh, looking to verify? So, for example, in the DAO case, uh, we can look at the actions that DAODAO does and based on that, like, look at all the projects that have integrated DAODAO and then from there creating a working group. I'm just try trying to, you know, just think more from a practical perspective, how would I uh, start this uh, to s approach this? But yeah, I'm open to, you know, any points that I might be wrong here, Ankur Zaki. I think I mean, uh, the, oh, sorry. Um, Zaki, do you want to go okay. first? Okay, I will, I will uh, push back on this whole, let's create a working group. Let's not create a working group. Let's take a product to market. <laughs> 
Like, I think that there's like a, I think like the, 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 the biggest challenge with all of these things, right, is people will, like markets will learn a lot more from like showing people something in action rather than talking about what could be. Um, and so, you know, one of the things that we have in Cosmos, right, is that the, uh, uh, one of the things that we have in Cosmos is this, uh, uh, you know, we have low gas prices, we have interoperability, we have asset onboarding, you know, the ability of, uh, uh, you know, we have like, you know, you know, if there was a Dow Dow that existed that had 10,000, 100,000, a million members, um, uh, or there was a Cosmos chain um, uh, where, you know, you voted for validators based on, uh, ver you selected validators based on verifiable credentials rather than holding tokens. Like these things could exist. They could exist right now. And they would be unlike anything that exists anywhere else in crypto. Um, and no one has really tried these things. It's impossible to know whether or not they would catch on, uh, whether or not people would be excited about them in completely new ways, whether or not, you know, uh, uh, you know, people would rather uh, buy meme coins that were like where the parameters were controlled by a bunch of people who had proof of personal credentials rather than people who would, uh, uh, rather than, you know, how many people hold the governance token. But, you know, like, there are, I think, like, the most effective ways of disrupting are to just, like, ship a product. Just to add to that, I think a lot of the value of this um, decentralized ID and verifiable credential space is that it is meant to be an interoperable spec. I think the where Cosmos is at right now in terms of the projects that are working in this space, like yourselves, Secret, us, um, was to get those primitives in place, but it is fundamentally designed to be an interoperable standard. Um, I, I do sit on the steering committee of the Decentralized ID Foundation. I think it's, it's probably a medium between what Zaki suggested and what you're suggesting. I don't think maybe we need a full working group, but there are some technical primitives that we could align on very quickly across some of the more identity and privacy focused cosmos chains and um like zaki said the proof is in the pudding like you know let's let's ship these products that uh, show it in action um i'm actually quite excited about what's coming in cosmos 0 0.50 uh in in terms of abci plus plus and how that uh makes it potentially a lot more flexible to build in things like um, on-chain verifiable credentials being used uh, natively in the governance like procedures or processes that these chains do. So yeah, I think uh, 2024 is going to be a big year of Cosmos chains collaborating with each other and actually showing some of this in, in action. And then, as Zaki says, we'll, we'll find out like, you know, um, what the demand for that is. But from everything I've seen in terms of our market research, speaking to people like yourselves, DowDow, and um, other Cosmos projects as well, there does seem to be a massive demand for um, other different mechanisms for uh, governance. And I think that would quite, quite differently set us apart from a lot of other blockchains as well, where that may not as easily be possible.
Indeed, uh, Zaki, I've already got your point. We have done some steps in this direction. Uh, not, we haven't stitched stitched the basically the whole shirt, but uh, piece by piece, piece uh, some research have been done by my team. Uh, 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 smaller researches, um, and in the end, probably we'll have one simple proof of concept. I am going to bring it out to uh, all of you as soon as it is ready, and from there, you guys can start you know, sharing or taking it forward that, you know, this can be done in this way or that way. So, uh, you know, happy to share that as well. I mean, uh, but I, yeah. Like one of the, I mean, one of the things that just like immediately comes to mind is like, okay, so, you know, there's like, there's, there's a couple of pieces here, but like, can that can be stitched together, right? Is everyone in, you know, we do all these airdrops in Cosmos, right? And like, everyone is constantly looking for civil resistant uh, 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 information about like who to airdrop to, you know, the, the like the existence of simply a, a pool of people with you know some civil resistance property that is unique and different from staking tokens, et cetera, right? And that you know just becomes an airdrop target. This is probably valuable in its own. Yeah. So since you brought that up. Uh, so this is how we we are approaching this. So you remember we I had shared with you we had built a product called Fire uh, in Ethereum side and it does like it lets you verify how much token you have if you have ever made some transaction number of transaction you have done with a smart contract and you can give a score based on that. Now what we have done is a next module which is like a modular action uh, contract and where you can define different type of action and then you can define what type of verification you can do and the third is like a uh, um, uh, contract which says like okay so all these num uh, points that you are adding uh, what would be who 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 is the issuer of this point like a contract address who is the issuer and then what is the score so based on that now it can be connected to dowdow or it can be connected to any launchpad or it can be connected to any uh, any other you know smart contract and decision can be done in a modular fashion so we don't have to control anything so a developer can deploy his action deploy his uh, 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 scoring and probably we can integrate their creds as an action so if you have uh, this particular uh, you know uh, credential on 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 check so uh, then you can get XYZ score. So, so actually on all already doing in this direction, I, once it is available, like some shape or form, I'm going to share with you guys and uh, we'll take from, we'll take feedback and maybe improve on that. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so thank you everyone for jumping in today and listening to what we have built, also sharing what you have, you guys have done. I have been always following your, uh, different approaches because uh, uh, to crack into the market i what i love about cosmos ecosystem is that we all are open to share like how we are able to um, get in uh, 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 like the product market fit or what what could be the probable way to a product market fit uh, which is not happening in any other ecosystem they are running in silos and uh, which is what i love about uh, being in cosmos honestly for me fundraising has been difficult because i switched from xyz sdk to cosmos sdk but i think i will overcome that 
if uh, we are able to find a product market fit and with help of all of you we will be able to achieve that uh, or probably we can share what we have built to you guys and maybe we can you know share notes and help each other out so that's the best part about our ecosystem on that note thank you very much for coming in today and have a good evening or good morning and have a fantastic weekend thank you guys bye bye motherfucker screaming out loud looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in jersey what could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs i'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt we rape them under the earth sit and wonder about the worth and plate ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days, got them acting all faithless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear, flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting honest And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom over impossible loss It's all moss and I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning forming mycological bonds Click the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybelines They call it implausible when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served